Welcome to the weekly podcast for St. David's Episcopal Church for the first Sunday after Christmas. To catch up on the scripture readings for this week, you can go to lectionarypage.net or click on the link in the description. This week's sermon is by the Reverend Ruben Duran in a joint worship service with New Hope Lutheran Church. Siblings in Christ, grace and peace to you on this first Sunday after Christmas. I almost missed that great conjunction the other day. I almost missed the thrill of seeing the amazing planetary conjunction as Jupiter and Saturn came together within a tenth of a degree apart. Yeah, given the fact there was a cloudy day, I almost gave up. Until I got an email from Fred Carbaugh she is one of the members of New Hope, who alerted me that the skies were clear now, and if I would look to the southwest area of the immense universe, I could see, and then, yes, there it was. What an amazing experience of seeing such an event that occurs only every 400 plus years, and more if you only count when it happens at nighttime. This was an event of cosmic proportion. Two planets creating an alignment, a conjunction in the vast universe, so close to each other creating a great light. No surprise then, <clears throat> the people have called it the star of Christmas or the start of Bethlehem. Supposedly because maybe that's the one that guided the Magi to Bethlehem. So we are here on planet Earth, looking into the heavens, enjoying this beautiful light, but totally unable as humans to go beyond our exploration efforts, of course, into that universe. So it gives you a picture of the vast universe in front of us and an insight of how God's power and greatest creates, sustains, and cares for all of creation. So from this perspective, <clears throat> it is more feasible for God to come to us than for us to try to reach God. One suggestion of this possible conjunction is Michelangelo's 1511 painting in the Sistine Chapel ceiling called the creation of the Adam. If you recall, in that conjunction, you see the creative living force of God extending through God's arm and a finger and connecting, touching the finger of Adam, which in Hebrew means earth, thus allowing life to flow from God into that first human, Adam. So we have here the heavens now touching the earth, not just the light in the universe. No wonder then, Apostle Paul in the epistles, especially in Corinthians, he relates to Jesus as the second Adam or the new Adam. This really is the greatest conjunction of all times. It is that first Christmas. God not connecting at a distance, not just touching through an extended arm, but now making the world his home. God becoming human, the conjunction of the heavens and the earth. 
the Gospel of John today looks like an email who's saying, look, in the midst of all darkness, see that great light that is coming now into our midst. Jesus, the light of the world, here with us. It is God incarnate, God becoming one of us. The invisible is becoming visible. The infinite becoming finite. The divine becoming earthly. The otherworldly becoming thisworldly. That spirit also taking flesh and blood. God in Christ joins humanity in all its gifts and complexities. Jesus is willing to trade his glory in heaven for a manger, a donkey, and a cross. The incarnation of God into history was not a calculated move during a time of tranquility, stability, and world peace, but rather he came at a time of great injustice, oppression, violence, and danger. As human, Jesus understands <clears throat> the full extent of our condition, since he experienced life to its fullness in a particular context, yet with plenty to relate to its universality. Jesus experienced prejudice, rejection, joy, sadness, solidarity with those on the margins of society, the welcoming of strangers. In fact, he had the experience of becoming an immigrant himself, fleeing from Herod's massacre of children. Mary, Joseph, and the infant Christ, they crossed the border into Egypt, Africa, undocumented, seeking shelter constantly on their way to protect the Son of God, made flesh. Be aware that the Holy Family traveled 730 kilometers that is 453 miles into safety. If able to walk even six hours a day, that would be a whole month at least, walking into a strange land, asking for a posada or shelter. So Jesus grew up in Africa for a while, learning of a new culture, maybe even becoming bilingual. But undoubtedly, having friends of different races. It is not surprised then that Jesus, God made human, understood then and now the plight of immigrants, those marginalized, the most vulnerable among us. And he had no problem speaking truth to power. C.S. Lewis referred to the incarnation as the power of the higher to come down and the power of the greater to include the less and not out of pity, but out of love. That's it, an act of love. The conjunction of the incarnation is an act of love. Christmas is a story of love, the love of God for humankind. God so loves the world that became one of us to connect, to listen, to learn with us, to accompany us, to save us, 
to reconcile us to our creator. That maker of the stars also became a child on earth for me and for you. So today we read of a key reason for that incarnation that is the desire of God that all people believe and receive that power to become children of God. And so we are through the covenant of baptism into Christ. Children of God, siblings of the same heavenly father. You know, children are a great blessing, even with all the challenges and responsibilities that come with it. But they teach us important lessons, important things that we need to know. You know, my wife and I raised three daughters, and through their marriages now, we have three grandchildren. Arabella, she's nine. Teddy, 21 months. Evelyn, 19 months old. And lessons I have learned so far are amazing. And this is from a grandpa point of view. The first thing I learned, grandchildren, they strengthen your heart, but they soften your wallet. But you know what? I don't care. We can't take it with us. So I'm willing to give it all for them. That's just amazing. While opening the presents on Christmas Day, Arabella turned to me and looking in the eye, she said, Grandpa, I miss you. And he caught me off guard. I was not expecting that. It is a longing right there that came from spirit to spirit. During this pandemic, my wife and I are also babysitting uh, as we're able. And when we do that, in the afternoon, when the parents come to pick up the kids, they don't want to go. They hold on to my pants, whatever they can. They actually cry when their parents come to take you home. They don't want to go home. They want to stay with us. Interesting. But anyway, the main point is that longing. It's almost like the children, they know what's going on. They feel a vacuum, a void. They tell us like it is. The incarnation of Jesus invites us to be that, to be children of God. Children who long for God, who long for being present, who long for relationship, who long for love and for care. And that is exactly what God desires. God is passionately in love with humanity and all of creation. God has given it all for us, sending God's only son who made this world his home. And being like us, Jesus wants you to know that this longing of God is to be precisely in close relationship with you and with me. And Christ also invites us to be collaborators in God's mission today. Millions, including ourselves, are experiencing fear and anxiety, anguish, tensions, a sense of hopelessness, loneliness. And we have been given, as children of God, the assurance of God's love and grace, accompaniment, hospitality, hope. What a great conjunction it could be to participate in bringing closer together the longing of a loving God and the longings of a broken humanity. As we read in this carol that we just heard before the gospel in our little town of Bethlehem, 
the hopes and the fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. And one more conjunction before we go. What about if we find a way to create a conjunction of this Episcopal planet and world and community and the Lutheran planet, world and community? What if these two worlds begin to come closer together? Can you imagine the light that it can produce with a common witness of children of God in Aurora and beyond? Let it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening this week. To catch up on other things going on at St. David's, you can go to stdavidsofaurora.com or find us on Facebook. See you next time.